Welcome to the Majus Pod, brought to you by Saints Peter and Paul Jesuit Church, a diverse Catholic community located in the oldest church building in the heart of downtown Detroit. For the links to the readings, check the show notes. Enjoy Father Gary's latest homily. I can't help but uh, take a minute to comment on the wonder of families gathering at this time. I, I met one family back here. They've got four generations in one pew from grandma who is 95 years old down to a little one. Isn't that great? Yeah, let's give them a round. <laughs> and then I met our newest parishioner, Margot Peters, I believe. She's back there. How old is she? There she is. <laughs> So we've got the eldest and the youngest, uh, the mystery of life unfolding before us, the gift of God to us. Isaiah said, the people who have walked in darkness have seen a great light on those who dwelt in a land of gloom. A light has shone. Here in our parish, during this Advent season, our preparation for Christmas, we've been following that thread of light in the darkness, asking ourselves, how is it that in the darkness of our world that we can actually see the light, the light that Jesus wants us to have, the light that Jesus wants us to be in this world? And I know the reason that we chose this theme to follow in our preparations for Christmas is because, frankly, we know it's, uh, there's a lot of darkness out there. There are things in our world that can cause us to feel discouragement, uh, a certain lethargy, uh, maybe a pessimism about the future. Hmm? Name your own poison, I'm sure. Uh, We're affected in different ways by different things in our world. We can't help but all uh, be touched in recent weeks by, you know, in the very place, in the very place where Jesus was born, so much violence and bloodshed and horror unfolding before our eyes. It's so sad. And we're carrying now for how many years the, the war in Ukraine and other wars in other parts of the world we don't hear about so much. These things weigh on us. You know, you you wonder how long will it take the human race to learn not to be so engaged in killing each other and violence and find ways to live in peace and harmony. And I know many young people are affected and maybe all of us are affected by the worries about the climate and environmental degradation, you know. Um, People will speak about climate despair another dark cloud that can make us feel hopeless or discouraged about the future. Maybe there'll be another wave of the pandemic, economic troubles, you know, the deep divisions politically in this country, even in our church. And you might have a darkness in your own life, you know, maybe a, an illness in the family, an alienation in a relationship. These clouds can settle over us and weigh us down. Into this darkness, 
something erupts into human consciousness, the proclamation of this gospel. Do not be afraid. Today I proclaim to you good news of great joy. Good news of great joy for in the city of David, that very place where the violence is right now, in the city of David, a Savior is born for you who is the Christ, the Anointed One, who is Kyrios, Lord of all history and all peoples. Now, how do we access that light? There's the light. How do we access it? How do we make it part of our lives? Well, this is only a little baby. And it's only the preface to the gospel. St. Luke is this gospel writer. He's just setting us up, getting us introduced to this child, this newborn. And we know we need to look at the whole gospel to see the man that this little child will become. This is the child that will preach good news to the poor and liberty to the captives. This is the child who will go about healing all who are afflicted, bringing reconciliation to those who are at odds with one another. This is the child who's going to cast down the mighty from their thrones and raise up the lowly. This is the child who is going to feed the hungry with good things and send the rich away empty. This is a child who's going to tell parables that will address every inequity and injustice in all of our human relationships. This is a child who again and again will set the table and host the meal for the sinners, for the outcasts, for the marginalized, who will say to everyone, you belong. You are welcome here at my table. You will always have a place at my table and in my heart. That's who this child is. This is the child who will one day face the power of empire, the greatest army on earth, the greatest military power, and he will be crushed by it. He will die so that every poor person in this world will know that he knows what they're going through, will know that he knows what they're suffering. And this is a child who will, despite that death, being crushed by that empire, will be seen again by his friends and his companions, who will say he is alive, He is risen. He is with us. His spirit has filled us. That's the child that we see today in the manger. The child is like a seed of light that shows us a little glimpse of what the man will be. And that man is like a seed of light that shows us what every human being is called to be. That's why it's light for us. If we can but see this vision 
of what God intends for the human race, what God intends for us to be, how God intends for us to live, that is light, that is hope. You know as well as I that our faith does not undo all the terrible wrongs and evils in the world, at least not overnight, not in our lifetimes. But if we can get a glimpse of this light, a glimpse of the light of what God intends for us to be, empowers us to be through the spirit of Jesus, we live with that light in our hearts and we become light for our world. And this is a light that truly overcomes the darkness. We can't undo all the wrongs, but we can live not weighed down by the dark, but live with hope, live with confidence, live with trust in what God wants for us and what God is doing in the human race through this little child, through this man, Jesus, through this Holy Spirit that is with us now. We not only have to see the light, we have to walk in the light, we have to live in the light, we have to live in that way of Jesus to really be light for the world. If those first followers hadn't been able to walk and to live in the light, we'd never hear the story today. But at least for tonight, it's enough if you can't walk the walk and you can't live in the light. And we may struggle in our own ways for that. It's enough for tonight if we can just stop and contemplate this little baby this child and let the light into our hearts and begin to trust that that light can overcome all the darkness that's out there. I don't want anyone who's here tonight to go home empty-handed. Don't go home empty-hearted. If you're here in this room tonight, God wants you to know that light to know that hope in your heart. Just open, no matter how great your own darkness is, open your heart and ask him to come in because he wants everyone here to have that light and that hope and to know that it shines through us to others. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And on those who dwelt in a land of gloom, the light has shone. As always, thank you for listening. To learn more about the community at Saints Peter and Paul Jesuit, check out our website, sspjesuit.org, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Links for all three can be found in the show notes. Until next time, be well and God bless.